0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Space Flicks. Today we are going to try to keep it quick, because we're recording kind of late at night. But anyway, we're going to talk about uh, Come On, Come On. This is uh, written and directed by Mike Mills, and starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Adam, you want to give us the synopsis? Yes, I do. Uh, So, common, common.
1: No. Uh, Come on, come on. (laughs) When his sister asks him to look after her son, a radio journalist embarks on a cross country trip with his energetic nephew to show him life away from Los Angeles.
0: All right, let's talk first, first expectations and first impressions. What were your expectations, Adam?
1: So this is a movie that was written and directed by a gentleman named Mike Mills, not to be confused with the man who is the bass player for the band R.E.M., different dude. Uh, Mike Mills wrote and directed another movie that I liked quite a bit called Beginners. I had not seen his movie. um, uh, Oh, gosh, what is it like American 20th Century Women? Uh, which was his prior film. So I would not seen that, but I quite liked beginners um, with Ewan McGregor uh, as the, as the lead. And so um, this movie, uh, when I saw the trailer for it, I think the trailer for this movie is pretty magical.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Do you recall, do you recall it? Is it where he's reading the story? It's yeah. Like a from, a chil-
1: from a children's book mm-hmm. uh, or what sounds like a children's book. Um and he is, uh, and it's like a version of Claire de Lune playing and it's black and white. And so I was just sort of expecting a pretty, uh, pretty magical experience. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. To be quite honest. Um, All right? I, I feel like we don't get to see Joaquin Phoenix in like chill dude mode very mm-hmm. frequently. Mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to that. Um, you know, we've seen him like kill people with a hammer or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just really like, you know, uh, you know what? Like, I just want to see you carry a kid on your back. Like.
0: That's right. Hammer, screwdriver. I'm thinking he's, of the movie. You were never really here. Yes. But then in Joker, doesn't he kill a guy with a screwdriver or he like a, another sort of tool? Maybe it's may. scissors. I don't remember. Right. Um,
1: you know, he's just such an, he can be such an intense performer and, and great at that. Um, yeah but he's, but he also does have like a real charm about him when he wants mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And, uh, I just was, re- I was just so ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I was expecting a, a, uh, a very pleasant, uh, very sort of low key kind of event. Um, what about you? Did you have any expectations coming into this one?
0: Um, I wasn't familiar with Mike Mills. I haven't seen Beginners or any of his other films. So, um, but I did see the trailer and I would say my expectations were same as you. It looked, uh, uh, I don't know if I would have used the word magical, but I, I, I was expecting a very gentle sort of feel good, warm, you know, um, touching movie, I guess, mm-hmm. is, is how I would describe my expectations. And I mean, I think that's what we got, right? isn't did how did you feel about the actual movie that you saw
1: i think i i i liked it more than i even expected to and i was expecting to like it um uh but there was something really uh quite true to me about the way it depicted um parenting uh mm-hmm. and it's funny because i know like the bulk of the film was about the relationship between an uncle and his nephew right but right. for, I think the thing that was really rich for me that I didn't quite see coming was, you know, the, the boy played by Woody Norman, his mother played by Gabby Hoffman. Uh, I just think the way she describes parenthood in this movie mm-hmm. is so good and yeah. so real. Um, and I didn't know that that was going to be like a major area of focus. In some ways, I actually sort of imagined that, you know, for whatever reason, the mother was going to be unavailable because she was like bad at being a mom or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that this, you know, Joaquin Phoenix character was going to have to intervene out of, you know, a sense of duty to his family. And that's sort of what I imagined the framework of the movie would be, which is, you know, I hadn't really thought about it too much, but it is, that would be kind of a bummer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Um, Of a structure. And the fact that like, this is a woman just trying to do the absolute best she can in difficult, really difficult circumstances. And she like truly loves her son and really is doing everything she can for him. But it's just, this is just a time when she's not available for right now. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and the way she describes being a mom and the longing she has to be with her son and sort of like the way she's torn between that and her other obligation to her husband. It's just sort of like that I think was the thing that sort of put it, uh, was one of the things anyway that put it over the top for me is because it was much richer in that dimension than I, than I anticipated. And, but Joaquin was still charming. Was That charming Joaquin, you wanted his relationship with the boy was great. Uh, when he got exasperated and frustrated, it was never so much so that I was like, that it was too far. Um, the boy you know like does all sorts of stuff that like i was like yep that's something that kids do you know <laughs> like, yeah. yeah uh so yeah i i liked it even more than i expected to i'm sure um, a lot
0: of this movie must have been like improved. at least it felt that it felt like a lot of it was sort of captured reality right sure, between yeah, him and the boy yeah i mean it or, certainly or, or feels the just that the script way. was really good at yeah or the script was really good at sort of emulating you know the those real kind of moments but he 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 felt like a kid you know like yes. you're, like you're saying yeah yeah i really liked it too um <clears throat> sorry my voice is a lot my voice seems to be going but uh we'll keep this short we'll keep it yeah the show must go on um i re- i really enjoyed the the aspect you're talking about um i felt like you know I don't. I wonder how much this was sort of part of the initial idea for the movie. But he is, you know, he, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's character is is essentially sort of like very much like a a, a new parent, right? Johnny is like, yeah, um, doesn't understand kids and and uh, and sort of is confused, but you know, fascinated and and kind of can't get enough of this kid. And I like the recurring sort of you know, the, the, the recurring pattern of him, of him talking to his sister Viv on the phone and just being like, what's up with this kid? You know, like Mm -hmm. he's, here's, he's weird. Right. And she's like, I know he's weird. Right. And he's like, he does this thing. And she's like, I know he does that thing. You know? Right. And um, it, it, it it definitely has that feel of like a a more experienced parent coaching a new parent. Right. right? Yeah. Through like, it's just kind of chaos. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, It's uh, there's no there's no manual for this. You just kind of have to figure it out. Um, So I liked that a lot. And uh, and yeah, the performances. I also thought it was just. um, It it, it was just I would use the word lovely. It was very lovely. Um, Like it's not like I'm like, oh, the cinematography was breathtaking, but it's just like it was I do think the visuals were quite were quite pleasing the, you know, the musical, I think it was mostly piano if I recall, or was there some strings? Yeah. It was very simple music. I can't even remember. Right. Sort of exa- And from arrangement perspective, but I want to say there was a lot of just kind of simple piano. And um, I just, it, it felt kind of like a spring day, you know, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall. So it, I, I also just liked the way the movie felt, I guess is what I'm saying um how about uh how about themes so parenthood obviously when we touched on Mm -hmm. um what other themes any other themes worth mentioning uh it's been a while since i've seen
1: the movie so i'm sort of like i'm sitting here going through like images from the film (laughs) trying to like spark some spark some memory here but it it there's um I think there's a feeling of like coming to grips with your own. The word helplessness is maybe too strong, Mm -hmm. but sort of like realizing that you don't know a lot, right? Like sort of there's a, there's a sort of letting go or sort of relinquishing of control Mm -hmm. that I feel like the, the Hoffman character sort of, embodies and she like controls what she can and she has the sort of clarity to understand the many many things that she cannot mm-hmm. um and i feel like johnny is coming to grips with that during yeah. the course of the film right um because at one well, I point mean, i think sorry go
0: sorry, ahead no no you please go ahead i was just gonna say i think it's the title i mean we will we'll, we can talk about that next but you, yeah you make your point
1: and it, it will and it's just this sort of um you know, at one point there was like a moment that I just like lit up because it was so true to me was Mm. he was, I think, complaining about, he's like, man, Jesse's being really difficult. And I don't remember what the exact thing was. And she's like, yeah, that happens. You just got to get some protein into him. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly correct. Like I've just learned, like, I don't know much, but I've learned that, you know, as a parent of a young child, like sometimes when they're really struggling, you just got to get some protein into them,
0: right? Yeah, and she even said, she's like, you got to get them one of those like uh, st- meat with the cheese wrapped around it things. <laughs> <So>, yeah,
1: <laughs> one of those disgusting things. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She like specifically mentioned that the thing that I, I'm i like, I know exactly what she's talking about. You yeah. Know? Um, I've given those to kids before for sure. Right, and it's just sort of like, look,
1: kids are these wild creatures and- you can only direct them and sort of like create conditions for mm-hmm. them, but like control is out of the question. So like, if yeah. you want them to be a little more chill, like get some protein into them, right? If you want them to like be a little more safe, right? Like put them in situations that aren't completely uh, lawless, right? Which is like, and so some of the great scenario moments in the in the movie. Um, to think about sort of like that helplessness is at one point Johnny loses Jesse mm-hmm. right like uh, Jesse just sort of wanders off and Johnny's not really watching very closely for a moment just for a moment yeah and then you know there's this really sort of like on one hand the movie is so lovely you don't think it you don't you kind of know it's not yeah, going to end gonna happen. in disaster, yeah. but you also, but like Joaquin Phoenix plays it so well that you feel like the genuine panic, right, right, that he's that he's got because he doesn't know, totally he doesn't yeah. know he's in a movie, right? Like the the character doesn't know he's in a movie and everything's going to be fine, and so like just that that sort of constant push pull of like being terrified and like and aware yeah. of your helplessness and just doing your best to just do a little bit of contributing continually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think there's a, there's a universality to that because uh, as I was saying a moment ago, like the title comes from um, it's actually the, the what's his name? Woody. I forget his name. (laughs) Yeah. The actor's name is Woody Norman. He plays the character, Jesse, Jesse, Uh, Jesse, the character, Jesse in the, in the movie uses the phrase, come on, come on, talking about how the future is something you can't control and things will happen that you just, you know, could never see coming. And all you can do is just like, come on, come on, come on. Right. And I think, and I think it's sort of, it's telling that you're talking about the feeling of powerlessness that the adults feel dealing with a but he's articulating the feeling that a child, you know, all children sort of like don't have much control over their lives. Right. Right. And so it, so it's like, okay, so no one really has control. Right. Right. Um, life is just, this movie definitely to me feels like one of those films that, that asks you to reflect on the unpredictability and unknowability and chaotic nature of life and sort of at the same time, that's what's so frustrating about it, but it's also what's so beautiful about it. And, you know, and all you can do is just try to get through it, you know, and, and hopefully as much as you can cherish it and appreciate it. Right. And I think a child is a perfect kind of, um, is is a perfect symbol for all of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Like dealing with a child, I guess, in that sense is kind of just like a microcosm of, of of life in general
1: yeah one of the thing i i love the title and i love the the fact that you called out that moment in the film and one other thing about that moment that i think is worth commenting on is you know the quote from jesse has two sides to it right he says the things that you the things that you worry about or plan on happening or think about happening don't never happen happened.
0: yeah yeah
1: and the things that you never imagined would happen do yeah and all you can do all you got to do is just come on come on come on come on right. come on. right and um that first part about like the things you think about happening and the, mm-hmm. never happen right and that's very much to me like channeling and sort of an adult mm-hmm. mindset right mm-hmm. all the thing you know it's sort of that that um what is it is it Marcus Aurelius, we suffer more in our imagination than in reality. Mm-hmm. Is that Marcus Aurelius? At any rate, one of one of the <laughs> one of the Stoics. At any rate, um, uh, just this notion of like we think about all of these scenarios and we worry about all these things that could happen or may mm-hmm. happen, mm-hmm. and we make plans around those things, right? And Jesse's yeah. point, you know, Jesse's point is like those things don't happen, mm-hmm. right? They over- overwhelmingly don't. And I just think, you know, Johnny and Viv, the adults in this movie are sort of, that's their, that's the world they're living in. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, in some way. And in fact, like, doesn't the movie kind of begin right with Johnny asking children for them to like, think about the future. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like a very adult way of asking the, You know what I mean? It's a very adult question to ask children, right? It's like, plan, like, project into the future what you think the world will be like. The world ahead of you. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I think Jesse is much more in line with, like, Kent, isn't isn't it more reasonable to just, like, be in the world I'm in right now? Mm -hmm. Right. Because the world I imagine will never happen that's not going to be the world
0: so you're saying this is another movie about appreciate being being in the present
1: well just there's a um not from like a a visceral experience perspective it's almost just sort of like uh it's wiser it's to mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. than it is to be constantly fixated on the future now do i honestly believe that um i I don't i don't think so i don't think i do uh but i do think there's something like we probably as a as a people like over index on like game planning Hmm. for prospective scenarios and it's sort of like and making plans for those things when we're probably better off with much more bare bones plans, much more sort of generic philosophies about how we will react Mm -hmm. to things without knowing the specifics.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess to me, the subtle, I I, I would say that it's one thing to say, um, you know, you can't control the future. So why bother planning anything
1: versus
0: versus make plans, but also like roll with the punches, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thing things things unpredictable things happen all the time. You can't let it get you down. That's that's to me more if this movie like were were transformed into a nugget of advice, um it feels like it would be more that than don't bother thinking ahead because you know, even though he says that things you expect to happen don't happen, things you never expected would happen do happen it's not like he says so therefore don't even think about the future right he says so you got to come on come on come on right Right. and that to me is more like persevere (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) right keep going um yeah there's more stuff ahead uh so yeah i think i think that right it's right there in the title i think that's a good that's a good sort of summary of what the movie has to say um Beyond just being a, a really, you know, sort of nice portrait of these people and their relationships with each other um, and kind of a reflection of or a or a, or a, a meditation on uh, like parenthood and and what it means to be an adult and have a child in your life and vice versa. Uh, shall we move on to best parts? Highlights? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I guess you could give the spoiler warning, but there's not really a ton to spoil. There's not a ton of plot in the movie. They go to New York. They go to LA. They're in LA. In the, B- the mom comes back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big shocker. The, yeah. the mother comes back to her child in the end.
1: Yeah. Who would have thunk?
0: Uh, yeah. Nobody dies. Um, so, okay. Highlights of the movie. What, what would be your, uh, what would be your top things that, that you want to mention?
1: Uh, the, the scene with the title sequence, the, like with the title of the movie, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is one of the best. Um, I think the first time Jesse gets his hands on the recording equipment and sort of just like the mm-hmm. wonder of that, right? Of like having augmented hearing piped into your ears via a mm-hmm. microphone and recording equipment is kind of a magical feeling. And just a, um, there's something about a kid toting around really sort of like expensive bulky professional recording <laughs> uh-huh. equipment yeah. that's sort of like kids don't know to like treat the thing a certain way. It's just sort of like a big toy. Yeah. And so there's something really charming about that to me. Um, yeah. So any, and then, um, one one other moment to call out something that, uh, I don't know that I enjoyed it a ton necessarily, but I did, but it really made me sort of like, it felt again, like another thing that just felt like real life to me is when they're in new Orleans and they're walking like in the sort of the second line parade and Joaquin's character just collapses. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like, that feels real. That feels mm-hmm. like the type of thing that like, you know, as, as the years progress and as I, as I get a little older, you know, a little less physically capable. Right. Mm. It's just sort of like I could see being in a situation where it's like, I don't know my limits. You just take on a little too
0: much, yeah. a little
1: too much sun, a little too much weight, a little too much dehydration. Right. Right. And you just sort of and you just sort of pass. And I mean, I'm a guy who has, you know, for, for the listener at home, like who has just straight up passed out, like on a New York city subway (laughs) platform. Right. Like Uh just cause, Uh, just didn't take good care of myself and was exhausted Mm -hmm. and like, just sort of like wake up leaning against like a pillar in the subway system. And I'm just like, wow, that, (laughs) that was not good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you just come on, come on. You just get up and (laughs) get on with your day. Um, and sometimes you
0: have like these little wake up calls like that, right? It's not like, it's not like you're waking, waking up in an alley, but it's like, it's like, oh. I, I went a little too far, yeah. you know, on on whatever the thing was, and and I think it's, you know, later in the movie that you know Jesse I forget even what it is, but Jesse's like you're not gonna you're not gonna collapse, are you? Right? Like, right. He's like, nah, I'm gonna be fine. And I feel like, to me, that's a, that that extends the very real feeling of, you know, he collapsed because he just kind of hit this limit that was a little new to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's not like, but he's like, he's basically fine. And, and that later scene, I forget what was happening exactly, but it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not marching in, you know, new Orleans in the heat right now. I'm fine to do this thing now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which also felt real. I really liked, um, I think one of a scene that I just really, uh, I think, it's a it's a testament to how good the movie how good the movie is as um as sort of like transporting you you know making you feel uh relate to these characters i got like a little thrill from when they're at the beach and johnny first brings up the prospect of going to new york yeah and he's like would you know maybe you could go to new york with me like how what do you think of that and jesse's like i would love to Mm -hmm. And I sort of felt like, you know, like having the experience of the uncle suggesting that to your nephew and your nephew being like, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. it, 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 it was, it made me really happy. Um, and I felt like Johnny was, you know, secretly, maybe he didn't even admit it to himself, but secretly very happy. Yeah. Because he was like kind of excited to, to bring his nephew to New York. Yeah. So I really liked that. And I felt like that was kind of the beginning of, that was basically the beginning of them having like a really special relationship, right? It went right. from sort of perfunctory, like I'm kind of doing my sister a favor, right? to I kind of love this kid. Right? Yeah. Um, um I was also just going to say I really loved you already brought it up, but his his relationship with his sister, um, mm-hmm. you know, mostly yeah. taking place over phone calls. I got a little bit of a uh, you can count on me vibe from it, for sure. These yeah. like th- this brother and sister who are very different and like don't necessarily always kind of like see eye to eye. But there's just this really deep kind of sibling love there. Right. Um, I thought they I thought the actors did a great job. I thought they had really good chemistry as siblings. For sure. Yes. That, that really came through.
1: I, I you know, it's funny. This is I, this isn't a enjoyable part of the film. But when we get to learn more about the nature of their falling out that Mm -hmm. they are sort of coming back from in this movie. Right. The fact that basically uh, it has to do with their relationship with their, their mother, their mother Uh and how he, as they, as they're losing their mother, as she's older and she's, um, you know, developing a dementia, you know, he's very sort of like accommodating of that. And Mm -hmm. he sort of like humors her fanciful, beliefs about what reality is and and she's like why are you doing that right this isn't mm-hmm. like you're not helping her at all he's like what's the harm like yeah. she's you know she's on her way out like the least we can do is just be kind and accommodate her and like i totally understand that argument i totally understand a person taking one side or the other of that Mm -hmm. argument i totally see that in the moment like that's such a stressful time like when a family member is not well uh and it becoming like a really important thing to you in that moment that Mm -hmm. a few years later when you're looking back on it you're like why were we so upset about that at the time right um And so that just felt like exactly the right type of conflict to drive two people apart that they then later can look at and say like, Oh, that was not
0: worth ending our relationship over. Yeah. There's lots of, there's lots of, I would call them somewhat seemingly random or not random, but details or aspects of the story that in, in a sense are not really, um, strongly connected to kind of like the overall story itself but still but to me possibly if you probe and think about them hard enough maybe they they really are complementary to the story but but even if not they just add quite a bit to the to the verisimilitude i think i think the background with their mother is one example i think that the situation with jesse's father is another Mm -hmm yeah like this yeah. this sort of mental illness you know that he's dealing with is a pretty big part of the movie mm-hmm. um it's sort of like it doesn't need to be part of the movie on its face you know like for for you to have the the mother going away and the the uncle watching his nephew right but i, I feel like it kind of enriches the movie i want the, the the third example i would name is which is quite funny is this this uh like little quirk of Jesse's where he likes to pretend to be a dead or, or an orphan, an orphan. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. A dead orphan, an orphan. It's like, just like a weird character detail that they just sort of slip in there, but it's yeah. not, it's not just like one scene. It like re- is recurring Recurs. in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, all those things, I don't know. I think I could totally see in a different movie. They would show up in my fix the movie. Like, I'd be like, you don't need all these details. They don't add anything. But like, I think for this movie somehow, I guess it's just a good, good example of it's all in the execution. You know, like, I think the fact that this movie feels so real and so organic and the characters feel um, so much like real people, all of those details to me kind of add to it. And I, and I liked all of them. I thought they were all done really well. Yeah. Yeah but like where the orphan thing come from, you know, like, like, what does that mean? You know, like, right. Is there, is there an actual deeper meaning to that? I, I don't know. Um, Like I said, maybe if, if I thought about it hard enough, there would be, but they're kind of, I also feel like there doesn't really need to be. It's just makes this kid all the more like a real living, breathing human being.
1: Yeah. I, it's a, it's a movie that just feels very much like, like life. It's a movie that, yeah. and it, and I, it's funny. I'm often quite um, dismissive of movies that sort of are framed as like it's just a slice of life, right? I'm mm-hmm. sort of like not interested, right? Right? Uh, because that's but I don't because I don't feel like this movie is just a slice of life. Like I feel like there is a journey that care that characters go on, right? Mm-hmm. And like and relationships are mostly like built during the course of or healed during Mm -hmm. the course of this movie. And that's sort of like the main thrust of it, which is really gratifying. Um, But at the same time, just the performances and the way it's shot, like so much of it feels like those quiet, intimate moments that you have with Mm -hmm. people who are in your family and like in your life every day. Right. Um, I'm just like looking through, you know, like, the the sort of moments from the film and, like, scenes where Johnny is putting Jesse to bed and Jesse's in his pajamas, right? Like, that mm-hmm. is a, you know, it's an everyday thing for every parent to, yeah. like, get the kids to bed, right? And put them in their jams and do whatever little routine you have, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, just the sort of, like, <laughs> Sloppy, comfortable, barefoot, silly—you know, like vibes that happen. It like this movie, de- like emphasizes those sorts of moments constantly, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like, to your point, like there's so many of the details in this movie that are there, precisely because they make it feel just like real people like live in real life as opposed to maybe a more uh you know authorly structured Mm -hmm. kind of creation where it's like well this scene is here to communicate this idea it's like yeah i this isn't that well reasoned necessarily or maybe or i don't perceive it to be right and uh but i don't care right
0: like yeah that's part of the charm yeah totally um, so it's I don't know it reminds me of I remember when we reviewed Lady Bird mm-hmm. I sort of felt similarly of like there's, a, there's, there's definitely um, plenty of movies that are sort of similar to this in that yes there's a story but it's also kind of meandering and there's a lot of scenes that are just like glimpses into these little moments in these characters lives that aren't necessarily tied to the plot um, but if it's done really well you know which i think lady bird was and which i think this movie is mm-hmm. then i actually do appreciate all those things i guess it's just i guess it's just hard to do well i think i think it takes a lot of skill to actually put together a movie like this i think you do need really good performers fortunately mm-hmm. they've got them this time yeah. i think um, i think the the editing and you know the, the the score and all those things really are pretty important to make it feel like you're not just like it, it to make it not feel like a waste of time right yeah yes for me for me
1: totally like if you've watched um have you heard of the like
0: certain movies are called the genre of mumblecore you ever heard that i think i've heard you use that term before yes but
1: it's just sort of this notion of
0: describing that type of movie
1: well yeah just like well people in real life don't like enunciate super well and don't Mm -hmm. have perfectly written lines and Mm -hmm. just sort of like don't move with purpose and decisiveness, right? There Mm -hmm. all of, there's a lot of this like in between stuff that people do and that's not wrong, but it's also not in my opinion, like as cinematic as I would prefer. And this movie I definitely feel like is very cinematic, right? It's Mm -hmm. a very like well composed, well performed, well written movie. It just, they're sort of pulling an interesting trick and making something that is all of those things still seem really real yeah. you know it's kind of like that old simpsons joke where it's like um why are you sp- painting uh sp- what is it it's like why are you covering up the spots on that cow mm-hmm. or no why are you painting spot on that horse that's what it is and it's like mm-hmm. a horse looks more like a cow on film than a cow <laughs> does <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, how do you, well then what do you do when you need a horse? We just tape a bunch of cats together. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. sort of like, they're d- like, it's like, oh, we are doing all this work to make it seem real. And it's like, well, why aren't you just sort of
0: like real? Cause real doesn't look very good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember that episode. Um, how, okay. Fix the movie. Is there anything you do to fix this movie?
1: No, I loved it.
0: Yeah. Me too. I wouldn't do anything to fix it. I don't even think we need to waste any time speculating on that.
1: Performers are great. I love... Like, uh, this is a very touching sort of tale. The relationships are really believable. It looks great. Sounds great. Um, You know, it's it's not the type of movie that typically on this podcast that we're raving about. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, we spent probably... 80 minutes talking about the suicide squad. Um, It's true. uh, So, you know, I'm, I'm aware of what we typically go for, but, um,
0: but I, I don't care what we typically go for. This one's great. All right. So all that's left to decide is, are we going to beam it up?
1: I would beam it. I, I really, I really liked it a lot. I think it's a really special movie. um, Really touching.
0: Well, we diverge yet again, Adam. I don't think I would beam it up, but um but I'm glad that you I mean we both really enjoyed it. Um I think for me it's just there's there's just sort of a ceiling to how excited I can get about mm-hmm. a movie like this, and I yeah. think this one I think this movie came quite close to it. I mean, I'm not going to say there's an actual ceiling because I'm sure I'm sure there are exceptions even still but um but I think this is I th- thought this movie was great for for the type of movie it was I didn't like I wasn't enthralled by it right <laughs> um because it didn't have like time travel or uh yeah, you know, yeah. like <laughs> it's not a high like a concept, giant alien right? bubble or anything that those yeah. are the things that I apparently love um but yeah really enjoyed it so Adam's going to beam it up Dan's not that's okay here we go <sighs> all right that was a pretty good one that was a good one the button performed well in that moment <laughs> okay well there you have it uh come on come on definitely definitely worth checking out um and i think that'll be a wrap for us we did it in under 40 minutes adam high five new record come on that's right
1: come on come on come on
0: come okay. on okay bye everybody thanks for bye listening.